And now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the podcast you've all been waiting for, Legacy Story with Adam Solomini. Thank you, thank you. All right, welcome back to episode eight of Legacy Story. My name is Adam Salomini, and this is my podcast. Ultimately, this podcast is meant to rekindle your own legacy story memories and ignite a desire to create more. I was also thinking about, you know, the legacy stories within our own family that we might not even know about. And lately I've been making it a point to have conversations with my mother and my father, cousins, uncles, really close friends, and talking to them to try and find out some of their legacy stories. And of course, I've heard a lot of very interesting, fantastic stories uh, that they really didn't even consider as legacy stories, but in fact they were. I'm sure I will share some of those with you in the future, but today we are finally going to go over the legacy story that I have promised you for a few weeks, and that is my transition from jewelry into financial coaching, and kind of how it all came about, why I made the switch. Now, although I'm not in retail jewelry anymore, after 20 years in the industry, I can tell you something that you might find surprising. I sucked at selling jewelry. Well, at least compared to the top sales associates. Now, I didn't suck because of lack of knowledge or ability. I sucked because I wanted to help people make the best decision for their situation rather than just racking up sales numbers. Most of my time was spent managing retail jewelry stores and having been in front of well over 10,000 people looking to get engaged, I had expectations that came with handcuffs because we had to hit a quota and sales goals. It was my job to make sure that we dominated in our area and I couldn't really help people the way I wanted to because of the time it would take and also because it would hurt the store with sales. And those sales gave people jobs. So I wasn't about to mess with anybody's job you know it's interesting in the jewelry world everyone knows everyone Uh, even sales associates from other jewelry stores know each other and we'd hang out often one thing that would really get my blood boiling is when they would share war stories about clients that they were in front of you know where they call people losers simply because they could spend $10,000 or $20,000 on a ring, but only spent maybe $5,000 or $3,000 on an engagement ring. 
it just further entrenched what I was seeing from interacting with clients, which was they weren't being shown things that would have an impact on their proposal or their purchase. The jewelry store wasn't going to take the time to cover what really mattered or hand out real discounts to everybody that was walking in the door. I wanted to provide that to everyone, but I really could only do it with close friends and family. The problem was I certainly couldn't get to the clients before they went into the store or before they researched all of the wrong things for hours and days and weeks. I think I think that it's four and a half months is the average time it takes for somebody from the moment they say, okay, and I'm going to start researching and get ready to uh, propose all the way up until the actual proposal. Four and a half months, that's a pretty long time. And that's a lot of research and that's a lot of information uh, that is being packed into somebody's brain and they're all trying to do it in a short period of time. And I can tell you that it takes a very long time to truly understand jewelry and all of the intricacies. Now, when they did get into the store, I couldn't take hours to fill in the gaps and go over what was truly important because their ring and diamond shopping would take an hour or two as well on top of all of that. I couldn't give real meaningful discounts every time, and most of the time it wasn't even asked for or asked for on the right things. So I asked myself, what are these guys seeing online? I knew what they were getting at the jewelry store, but what were they being fed online? After multiple Google searches on everything from diamonds to rings to how to propose, the answer was absolutely glaring. Page after page of either jewelry stores using information to sell, affiliate marketers sneak selling through websites and articles, or magazines and blogs geared towards women with opinion articles, mostly from people who weren't experienced on the ground, in the stores, interacting day after day with guys and couples. It wasn't what was needed. It was fluff and technical babble, and it was all disguised as help. Right then, I knew why all of the missing info was being held back. I realized that crucial areas were being guarded, left out, or nobody had the experience to break it down. Now, I was able to give these critical missing pieces to close friends and family, especially those that didn't live close enough to visit me. So why not refine all of the info that would make a difference and help them even more? Especially after realizing what I assumed they were getting online was virtually non-existent. It was really tough though. I wanted to help everyone I came in contact with, but I couldn't. And this was at one of the most customer friendly and helpful jewelry stores in the industry. I mean, we had people coming from different countries to go into our store and see how we did things so they could go back and implement the types of things that we were doing because we were so well known for our client care. Could you imagine what it was like at a churn and burn mall jewelry store? I mean, it was probably terrible. 
At the very least, I wanted to give friends and family everything they needed without spending a week with me learning, you know? I was handcuffed at work, so that was a no-go. If I really wanted to help as many people as I could and still enjoy being part of their engagement process, I couldn't work in retail jewelry. And I also needed to condense 20 years of experience and knowledge into one day. So I worked hard at solving my two biggest problems. Uh, The first problem was solved by the COVID epidemic, uh, which was working in retail jewelry. And I found myself with time to work on my idea. During that time, I also became a certified financial coach and was still able to help people looking to get engaged. The second problem was being able to take the absolute most important areas and consolidating it in a way that would be the most beneficial to anyone who received it. There didn't need to be a ton of fluff and a ton of scientific jargon that wouldn't help the person looking to propose. There needed to be a guide throughout the entire journey from finding the right ring to jewelry education to finding the right jewelry store all the way through the proposal and creating what I call a legacy story. Ultimately, I cracked the code. I created what I call Legacy and Leverage to share all of the secrets in about two hours. Finally, I had no handcuffs on and could help people wanting to get engaged. Not only that, I could help from a financial coach's perspective while having all of the secrets, tips, and tricks that make a real impact in the engagement adventure that couples have. I was able to take a deep dive and strip away all of the things that were just noise and provide the most valuable information in a video course. And I also do a group webinar or one-on-one coaching. And I do it in a way where the investment being made is easily earned back. Literally, just one of the tips, and there's probably about 16 or so major tips, um, but just one of the tips that I give in the course, regardless if it's video, webinar, or one-on-one coaching, that makes it all worth it. More importantly, I could make a difference in how people get engaged and enjoy their stories like I always had in the past. Now, throughout this course, the recurring theme is the legacy story and creating the legacy story. And this is how all of this, this podcast came about. Legacy story, that theme kept popping up in this video course, and it just got my mind firing on all cylinders on all the different types of legacy stories outside of the engagement and the proposal. Now you might ask, what the heck? How how do you, why did you create this course if you're a financial coach? Well, this is one of the biggest purchases that an individual is going to make in their life. You have the house, you have your car, and the engagement ring. That's usually number three on the list. And I asked myself, how can I leverage, (laughs) see what I did there? How can I leverage my 20 years of experience to help people from a financial coach's perspective. So my logic went like this. 
what I can do is I can create this uh, course for one of the biggest purchases that somebody is going to make. And that will give them an introduction to me. And it's right before they get married. I'm sure you know this, but most marriages, they start with a lot of debt on the books. They're combining debts. Well, I mean, they're individual because it was before the marriage. But you know what I mean. They're becoming one unit when they get married. And in the vast majority of cases, they're going to be assuming each other's debt and hopefully finding a way to get out of it. I am sure that you know this as well. The biggest fights that occur in a marriage have to do with money. One of the top reasons for divorce has to do with money, fighting about money, not agreeing with money. And if that's taken care of at the very beginning, then there is a lot less grief throughout the marriage. And then when you have kids and all of this is going on and potentially a divorce and, and you're talking about multiple lives that are being affected by this. So my logic was, I want to get the guy or girl that's about to get engaged. I want to introduce myself. I want to help them save a bunch of money throughout their engagement process from finding the right style without the other person even knowing to selecting the right jewelry store. And I'm not affiliated with any jewelry stores. So this is for anybody anywhere that's looking to get engaged to where they step into the jewelry store and how they can gain leverage to get a discount, how to find a generational piece that's going to be passed down from generation to generation, all the way up to the proposal and the celebration after, which becomes a legacy story, right? So I want to introduce myself to them and help them at that point, and then hopefully work with them as a couple by being their financial coach. I know many of you have heard um, premarital counseling, and people do that either through a church or they just do it through a, a counselor. But the financial side of things, that's really not touched upon as much as it should be. And as a financial coach, being able to work with couples before they get married so they can have their own individual plan, because sometimes they're doing this a year in advance or, or even more, but they can have individual plans on how they can attack their own debt before they get married. And then once they get married, how they can do it together so that they can be completely debt-free in a short period of time, not overspend for the wedding, and start their marriage on positive footing so that they can enjoy life together as a couple and be successful as a couple, not fight as much, not worry about money as much, regardless of what their income is. And then eventually when they have a family, not affect these children who are psychologically affected when their parents split up. So that was my whole logic behind it and why I focused so much on the person looking to propose as the very first touch point or niche that I was looking for because I want the domino effect to be a positive one and not a negative one. I want the dominoes to be dropping to where they are having financial freedom early in their marriage for not only themselves, but their future family if they choose to have a family. So that is my legacy story of how jewelry and my experiences in the retail jewelry industry led me to where I'm at right now. 
and really was the catalyst of this podcast. Well, that's all for today's episode of Legacy Story. Thank you for listening. Join me next week when we have a few other legacy stories that I promise you will be enlightened by and enjoy. If you happen to be interested in the Legacy and Leverage course that I was speaking about, you can actually find that at go.infinancer.com slash ultimate dash proposal dash guide. That's go.infinancer.com slash ultimate dash proposal dash guide. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Plus, don't forget to follow me on social media at Your Legacy Story and at Infinancer, except for on Twitter. On Twitter, it is at The Legacy Story. If you're interested in changing your trajectory in your personal finances, similar to what we discussed earlier, you can also book a free discovery session with me at infinancer.com, I-N-F-I-N-A-N-C-E-R.com. Until next time, ciao.